Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's a Dumb Rule podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about the automatic strike rule. Would you mind describing it or defining it as it's seen in the rule book? In the baseball rule book, section 5.05, subsection B, note 3, states if the batter refuses to take his position in the batter's box during his time at bat, the umpire shall call a strike on the batter. The ball is dead. No runners may advance. After the penalty, the batter may take his proper position and the regular ball and strike count shall continue. If the batter does not take his proper position before three strikes have been called, the batter shall be declared out. Okay. Well, it's it's a very straightforward rule, but would you mind giving a description to somebody that just is approaching baseball for the first time? Yep, so you'll see this a lot. In between pitches, a batter will routinely step out of the box and adjust his batting gloves and tap his shoes with his bat yeah. and do all kinds of things. Yeah, whole ritual and dance. Whole ritual and dance in, in <laughs> baseball. And a lot of times umpires don't like that. It, it delays the game. And technically speaking, the batter has to have one foot in the batter's box, but they don't call that. So sometimes um, if the batter is just taking too long, the umpire will call a strike on the batter. And it doesn't have to be a thrown pitch. I mean, he can just say strike one. And Okay. Yeah. So that's it, yeah, it's yeah. just a warning to for behavior purposes almost. It's really behavior purposes. Now there are some other cases where a strike an automatic strike would be called, but that's really what this rule is all about is to is to not let the batter just walk around and stand outside the box for as long as he wants. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can always think of a moment when this could have been called or a player we think of, but Let's jump ahead to maybe some comments that kind of put this into context, how people remember it. What are some thoughts that you have about this rule that are right. worth so thinking about? Yeah, so there's three things that can happen that would result in an automatic strike. Number one is the one I just talked about where the batter refuses to take his position in the batter's box. Now, okay. when I say refuse, that means that the batter is not going into the into the batter's box in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, it's not like they're standing out there refusing to go into the box, but they're just taking too long. Yeah, that'll be okay. a day. <clears throat> yeah, right. Uh, the second case would be if the batter leaves the batter's box while the pitcher is in the process of a pitch. So you see this a lot where yeah. the batter will want to call timeout and he'll hold up his hand. The umpire will not give him timeout, but the batter thinks he has time. He'll step out and the pitcher throws a ball. And an interesting note on that is whether the pitcher throws a strike or a ball, it is a call to strike if the batter steps out of the box before wow. the pitch is delivered. I didn't know that. Yeah, that one's fascinating because we do. We see that all the time, mm-hmm. especially with modern baseball because people really like to take a pause in between pitches and do weird right. psychological things with the pitcher. Um, but your final thought on this? And the, 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 third, the third thing is if the batter unintentionally hits the catcher due to negligent swinging so we do see this times from time to time so pitcher pitches the ball the batter swings his bat comes around maybe hits the catcher in in his glove in the glove that's an automatic strike whether well i mean he swung but i guess the batter could have intentionally hit the catcher without swinging too maybe on their backswing but then they held up or something like that yeah like a Um, check swing that hits him in the back of the head exactly yep it could happen so in those cases automatic strike 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that kind of puts away two roles that I was always curious about of what hits the pitcher and what happens when you have a batter that doesn't really seem to want to bat. Right. Um, right. But yeah. with that, is this a good rule? Is this a bad rule? How are you feeling about this one? I think it's a good rule. I mean, you just can't let the batter have free reign of whether he wants to get in the box and when he wants to get in the box. I also think that interfering with the catcher is should definitely be a strike because mm-hmm. if it wasn't, then batters would be really doing that yeah. a lot. I think you'd see that a lot. It's a mess real quick, especially if you have people on base. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with you. I think that this in and of itself is a good rule. I think it's unfortunate that we have to have this rule because batters are, are, are being negligent and not playing the game or just really slowing it down. Uh, however, I do think, yeah, if you're interfering with the catcher, it changes the whole infield and how that strategy works. Right. You're not really batting. You're more of an interference. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, no one wants to see a batter jockey around for, you know, a couple, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds in and out of the box calling time. It's just kind of obnoxious and it's hard to watch. So this is one of those rules that I like to call quality of life rule. Thank Mm -hmm. God it's there because it makes baseball more fun. Right. It makes it watchable and it makes it playable too. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, any parting thoughts before we head out? No, I think that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and tune in next time for another dumb rule. (laughs) 